Sunday of July. Amen. Psalm 145 says that I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and forever. And every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and forever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. How about if you stand with us this morning? Let's put our hands together. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanks right now. Hallelujah. Oh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come thanking you for another day. A day you have crafted and delivered. Gave us a gentle nudge this morning. Opened our eyes gave us the breath of life. Our heart never skipped a beat. You raised us up just as you did at Calvary, dear Lord. We remember. We remember how you gave your life for us. We remember how you took the nails in your hands 
remember, dear Lord, that those times when you brought us out, when nobody else could bring us out, you did it. We remember, dear Lord, that you said that you would always be with us. And that you would keep us in the palm of your hand. We're just thanking you right now, dear Lord. The song said it, but we're saying it with our mouth on this side while we still have a chance. Thank you for healing us when we were sick. There were those of us that couldn't even get to church last week because of flooding, but you cleared that away. There are those right now who are in the hospital bed, dear Lord, wondering if this is going to be their last turn. But you're with them even now. Bless the pastor, dear Lord, as he prepares a word. Bless that word in such a way, dear Lord, that everyone that hears it will not only hear, but understand. And not only understand, but will obey. And not only will obey, but will be saved. We just thank you in advance, dear Lord, for what you're about to do in this service. And for who you are in our lives. We ask all of this in the righteous name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's church say amen. amen. Hey, I don't know about you, man. I'm happy to be in the church today. I'm happy to be in the house of the Lord. Ain't nothing else happening. I see folks going to and fro, doing their thing, and I'm thinking to myself, God bless you, but I'm getting the better part of this. As we have our Today, it comes to us from Selection 548 in the Beer of the Hymn Book on the big screen, entitled God the Omnipresence, taken from the Psalms. O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all wings. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, and know my heart.
and know my thoughts, everyone. And see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen.
brother live. Look to Jesus now and live. Amen. It's recorded in his word. Hallelujah. And that we are a church to look and to live. Amen. We are blessed today to have each and every one of you here. We're going to have our official welcome this morning by Deacon Ed and Deacon Felicia Sharp. Amen. As they come. not going to sing, huh? Come on up. <laughs> All right. Good morning, everybody. Come on up, Ed. So, by the way, this is... Hey. So, uh, before we do the welcome, let me at least let some people introduce themselves. Who are you? Felicia. Okay. So... <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm Ed, by the way. All right. So, good morning, Second Baptist, uh, both online and in person. Uh-oh, someone's still in my microphone. You good now? Okay, thank you. All right, let go. All right, so, as you can see, um, Melody and Ed were really, at, frankly, they really love the microphone, so stay tuned. Um we're really glad to be here, and we're really happy to greet and welcome everyone, of course, in-house. And we're very pleased that you choose to welcome with us today Second Baptist of Doylestown. And we hope that you, <clears throat> we hope the time that you have spent with us, or that you will spend with us, will strengthen your Christian journey. If you happen to be in this area again, we would love to have you worship with us, again, online, or definitely in person. We have a saying here, the first time you are a visitor, the second time you are family. And we really do uh, live by that, so we really look forward to seeing you in person. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we go? Thank you. question. I thought we were going to be here for a while. <laughs> we want to thank the Sharp family, amen, for blessing us this morning. We pray that you are remembering our church theme for 2023, amen, that we are together in Christ Jesus, that we are all one and together in Christ Jesus. Uh, if you had an opportunity to go into our foyer, you probably have seen that we have a display that is there for our uh, annual golf outing, our Jimmy Jones Memorial Classic, that will take place on Friday, August the 25th. We want to make sure that you sign up before you leave for today. Make sure that you sign up, that you register either to golf to get a sponsor's uh, ship together or uh, to be able to get a foursome to golf or come to the banquet. We have a great time. We are looking forward to it, and uh, that is one of our uh, big fundraisers of the year, and we want to give God praise and glory and just have a good time and fellowship. So make sure that you sign up today. Amen. And listen, on this coming Saturday 
at 6.30 p.m. We are having a gospel concert here at Second Baptist Church. Make sure that you come out, put it on your calendar. You know I'm going to have my eyes out looking for you anyway. And, and invite your friends to join us. We have a number of groups that are going to be here uh, blessing us in song and in dance. And so we are grateful and thankful for that. Uh, we have this concert in uh, remembrance of Sister Esther Dinkins. Amen. Esther has touched so many of us over the years, and we thank God for her time here. Second Baptist, we know that she's conducting a choir up in heaven right now. Amen. And so we know that she is uh, praising God, and I can just hear her voice resonating even right now. So please make sure you put on your calendar the gospel concert this coming Saturday at 6.30 p.m. We're going to have a great time in the Lord, and we want you to be there. That very next day is our friends and our family day, and we are excited about that time. Uh, keeping track of the weather, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have the weather going to be very nice uh, for us, and we're excited. So before you leave today, make sure that you see Sister Hamlin, who is going to be outside in the foyer, uh, and make sure you sign up for whatever items uh, that are needed there uh, for the picnic on next Sunday. We have Liberty Baptist Church from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, are going to be here uh, this coming weekend. They're going to participate with us on Saturday night, and they'll be here Sunday morning. Their pastor, Pastor Alvin Berkeley, is going to break for us the bread of life on that day. Uh, they have hosted us many times. Uh, uh, COVID had gotten in the way. They haven't been able to come, but they're coming this weekend. So let's make sure that we're here uh, and that we have a great time. Our scholarship ministry wants you to make sure that you sign up uh, for the Sight and Sound play on Thursday, October 5th. The play is called Moses. So if you have not signed up, make sure that you do. And for all of our parents, our Vacation Bible School is going to be starting on Monday, July 31st. And it's going to run through Friday, August the 4th. So we want all of our children to make sure that they are registered and that they're signed up. Uh, we have sent some information out specifically to our parents. So please make sure that you get your registrations in or send an email or text or something and let us know uh, if your children will be coming so that we can prepare. Amen. So we're grateful and thankful for all of what God is doing. I want to take this time as we get ready to think about giving back to God. And just think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he has done. You know, God blesses us with so many things, and we need to be mindful of God's blessings. And he doesn't ask that much from us, amen. He gives us 100% and asks for 10% back. I'm telling you, what an awesome and a mighty God that we serve. And so we have three ways to give here at the church. Those of you who are here in person, there's an offertory box at the back of the church. Please make sure that you deposit your tithes and your offerings there before you leave today or when you come in. I think some are conditioned to know when you come in to put that in as well. Uh, for those of you who are watching by live stream today, uh, make sure that you click on the Tively button there on our website. You can give that way or you can mail your tithes and your offerings in. Amen. God loves a cheerful giver and God has blessed us and will continue to bless us here at Second Baptist. Amen. Let's bow our heads as we thank God for our blessings today. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you for this opportunity to give, Lord God. 
realize, Father God, that you are in control of all things. And we just ask, God, that you would help us to be mindful, Lord, of all of your blessings, to be grateful, to be thankful, and to be cheerful in our giving back to you. We ask, God, that you bless those that gave and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. For we ask these things in the precious name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. Let the church say, Amen. Many of you have participated uh, over this past year in our Christ and Cultural Humanity program. It's just an awesome program where we've had the opportunity to get to know one another better, as well as uh, commune uh, with those in the community. Uh, we have established a relationship with Doolstown Presbyterian Church. And so we're going to ask if Sister Joan Kohler would come at this time, and uh, she just has a time of recognition that she wants to share with us. Amen. Let's welcome Sister Tola. Thank you, Pastor, giving honor to God, uh, first and foremost, um, to um, Reverend Jackson and my church family. Good morning. Good morning. So good to see everyone. Um, CCH, uh, we finished our first phase. We're not done yet. So if you did not have an opportunity to share with us um, during our sessions that we held uh, January through April, there will be other things that will be coming up. So just stay tuned. We're very excited about that. So today, uh, we want to just take a few moments to acknowledge. Um, I, I made a promise. I said, you know, early on that if you attended the sessions that we would give you a gift. So I'm making good on that promise. The, the committee is making good on that promise. So we just want to take a little bit of time today, not much, um, to recognize and, and honor and thank, um, you know, our church members that thought it not robbery to give those 90 minutes um, three or four times um, during that period of time. Uh, Jesus is the perfect example of humanity, and we are called to follow his example. And we pray that we have done that and that we are doing that. So we just completed phase one of the CCH journey. Stay tuned for the information coming up about phase two. Um, and without uh, further ado, I would like to call the names of um, those folks that attended three or four sessions. And I want to present you with a certificate. Um, there's no other best place to get a certificate is from your church. All those other ones don't matter. They don't matter. They don't matter. This one has your pastor's name on it. <laughs> it has your name on it. <laughs> so this is the one you want to keep. This is the one you want to put up. Anything at all that you get from your church, that's the most important. And um, we are also going to give you uh, your gift is um, we're making a debut of a mug with um, our church logo on it. So those people that attended those sessions, the three and four, you're the first one to receive it. The rest of you are going to have to purchase it. So um, you can see Lavinia or the trustees um, later. She has them. Um, she's ready to share those with you for a wonderful price. Um, but CCH uh, people got one first. So let me just show you. Look at that. Big, nice handle. I'm doing an advertisement for you. Big, nice handle, right? <laughs> and we have this. 
So what's neat about what's inside, each time that we met, um, one of our activities uh, for our icebreaker, getting to know a little bit more about each other, always included some type of a candy. And um, the color of the candy was uh, significant for what we were doing. So these have examples of some of the candies that we have. If you attend it, you're getting these, you'll remember what these candies meant. So uh, without further ado, um, there are many people that are not here, so I'm just going to try to zip through very quickly. Um, we did notify everyone, so but things come up, we understand. So I have to make sure that um, the people that are not here get theirs. So if, if you could please come up, um, I will give you the certificate. Um, Duke of Furrier will give you your wonderful gift. And um, thank you so much. Nancy Busby, if you want to come up and hold the applause to the end, please. Uh, Phil Damon. That's cute. Um, let's see. Um, the the Naw uh, Gardio family. Okay. Um, Romaine Goodman. Okay. And that would be Stephanie Goodman as well. Um, uh, Dolores Harley. Uh, Mike Harris. And uh, William Herman. I know he's not. Uh, Marion Johnson, uh, Jackie Kettle, uh, Martin Kapatig, Martin Kapatig, uh, Michelle Lewis, um, Elizabeth Mensa, um, Abba, Abba Mensa, uh, Janet. Uh, Mensa Ashton, Daniel Pico, Kiki, uh, Tony Robart, and Deacon Smith. I will see you. Yep. Derek Tate, he's not, I don't think he's going to come back. Derek Tate, oh, oh there's uh, Martin. Martin, I'll give you your certificate, but please take your gift. Please take your gift. Uh, Derek Tate. Uh, Joanne Thompson, uh, Vince Thompson. Would you like to get Vince's? Uh, Brenda Topping, who I know not uh, isn't here today. Uh, Muriel Welsh. Thank you. This reminds me of school when I'm giving certificates out to the kids. <laughs> Adrian Williams. So that was 28 people. Um, 
Now, there were many of you that did attend, you know, one or two sessions, and we thank you for that, and I'm sure you got a lot out of that. Van Winters, I do have yours. Thank you. How did I skip that? Van, come on up, please. I'm Van, I have the certificate. I'll give it to you in just a second, okay? I'm just kind of going through. So thank you for those of you that did attend the, the one or two sessions. I'm sure you've got um, a lot out of it, getting to know more about each other, learning about um, Christ and, and humility, Christ and culture and humility from the Bible. I wanted to also quickly acknowledge, um, we call ourselves the ambassadors, and these are the people that... Um, help to facilitate those sessions. Not only that, you know the work is always unseen. So the work that we did prior to that, you know, it's a year and a half journey for, for all of us. So um, we had a wonderful group that worked together and uh, discussed and all kinds of things. So um, they don't get a certificate, but they do get a gift. <laughs> so, so if you could just come up and um, uh, Deacon um, Berger will give you your gift. So the names for our ambassadors, we are all ambassadors, but we just thought that would be a pretty cool name to, to give ourselves. Um, so we have uh, Deacon Busby, please. <laughs> we have uh, Brenda Hamlin, we have Pastor. We have uh, Tressa Harley. Okay, Tressa's not here, okay. We have um, Leslie Hawks. We have Reverend Jackson. We have uh, Danielle Limble. Stacy Marshall, who is not here today. Uh, Mike Shannon, Deacon Shannon, and uh, Irma Shannon. And we have Ed Sharp, Reverend Toller, and myself. So we have a few people that are rotating off as ambassadors coming up for phase two. And that's okay because we didn't have the time commitment to be forever and ever and ever. So um, please stay tuned for, you know, invitations for if you would like to join us and help us through our next phase. So God bless and Pastor, thank you again for the vision of our church in order to go through this journey. Um, it's just not about us. It's about community and, of course, um, the community of God. So thank you so much. God bless. So, um, can I have our ambassadors stand, please? Um, I think you will agree with me that we have a, a tremendous leader in, in Joan. She has just gone above and beyond the call of duty in terms of um, pulling things together, being the liaison for the um, Philadelphia Baptist Association, um, bigger picture, and um, putting all the PowerPoints and agendas and all of the keeping us on track and just um, the <clears throat> work behind the scenes was her work and she pulled it all together and we couldn't do it without her. So we just want to give you a small little token of our thanks and appreciation. Thank you, Sister Brenda.
Good morning, church family. The earth is filled with his glory. It's been a long week for many of us, right? So as we begin to think about and praying and thinking about all the things going around us, I happened to be in Seattle earlier this week, and I was joking with people how normally if I'm in Seattle, it's raining, no rain. But then I land at the New Jersey airport, <laughs> and all the rain came right as soon as we landed. So the real, the, the one thing about that, it reminds us how unpredictable things can be, that we can wake up with expectations, but things can go differently. So that gives us such a strong reason to pray. So let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, we come before you again to honor you. We come before you today as your children, as your servants, as those who seek to be closer to you. And whether we are in person or online or listening to this service later, Lord, we beseech you to open our minds, to open our hearts. Lord, we ask you to help us to understand your will. Lord, we ask you to give us the will to do those things that we understand you would have us to do. Lord, we thank you for the many blessings that you have bestowed and continue to bestow upon us. Lord, we thank you for the trials that strengthen us. Lord, we thank you for the celebrations that thrill us. And Lord, most of all, we thank you for being there each and every day. And so, Lord, as we hear this message today, Lord, please help us. Please help us to understand and please help us to take it forward. In your name we pray. Amen.
let's give the Lord some praise. My hallelujah belongs to you. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve with every head bowed, every heart made as humble as you can. Father God, my hallelujah belongs to you. Lord, when we think about your goodness and your grace, when we think about your mercy, your compassion, understanding, I realize that my hallelujah belongs to you. So Lord, we pray that you would speak to hearts this morning. Lord, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, we pray, God, that upon your word coming forth, that someone will be moved, Lord God, to cry out this morning. My Lord, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? But we ask this in the mighty match in the marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let the church say amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. I am so pleased and as humbled to see Sister Inez out with us this morning. God bless you, Miss Inez. Miss Inez rarely ever misses a Bible study. Amen. On every Wednesday. Matter of fact, we call it Queen Inez. Amen. So we got the Queen in the house today. So thank you, Sister Inez, and thank you to your family for making sure that she was able to arrive. Amen. Sister Jean Woods and Daughter Courtney, God bless you. We're so glad that you were able to make it in for each and every one of you. We praise the Lord for each of you today. Amen. We want to thank our sanctuary choir. Amen. Awesome job they did. And for the Sharp family, amen, and our welcome. And for our CCH uh, ministry, amen, for the great job that they are doing. You know, sometimes it seems hard to find God in the midst of the pain and struggles and things of life, but the truth is, God is always there. Amen. He's always there, and he's ready to save and serve. Amen. He's ready to heal. Someone was mentioned about healing a little earlier, and God is still in the healing and the blessing business. Amen. And you know who God is? God is a burden lifter. Amen. And he's a burden bearer. How many of you know he's a burden bearer this morning? Amen. I was looking in the book of Galatians this week in the sixth chapter, beginning at the first verse through the seventh verse, where the Apostle Paul gives us the assurance that God is available to you right now. No matter what troubles you have or what burdens you may have, that God is available to help you out. Amen. If you'd be so kind and stand with me this morning for the reading of God's word. Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. For the word of God said, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. 
one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work. And then staff the have rejoicing in himself alone and in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so the fruit of the law of Christ. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, Neighbor. Tell him that the Lord is a burden bearer. Tell him like you mean it this morning, the Lord is a burden bearer. Amen. How many of you know this morning that the Lord is a burden bearer? Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. You know, each and every one of us, if we're going to tell the truth in here, we all have burdens. Some may have a physical burden. Some may have a chronic illness that continues to come up and is burdensome. Or maybe you have some other burden in your life that you cannot change. Some have spiritual burdens. And it just may be that Hurricane Satan has struck your life. And the surge of sin has soaked your soul. Now you're suffering spiritual consequences. Some here today may have emotional burdens like depression or anxiety and a heartache over some loss or maybe it's a financial burden that you have. The reality is, church, that we all have burdens, that we all have problems, that we all have cares, and from time to time they weigh us down uh, and there's a burden on our back. And I need to talk about burdens this morning. Because when I look around our society and when we look around the world, we find that so many people are burdened down in life. Amen. We don't have all the wealth, but we all have burdens. Many have some things that are going on in your life that you've been trying to handle on your own. And you've discovered that you can't do it all by yourself. But every day of life here on earth brings its own assortment of burdens. I believe that somebody is going to be blessed this morning and get that burden off of your back and turn it over to the Lord. Amen. So we need to understand this morning, what do I need to do with my burdens? Amen. You see, in this text, the Apostle Paul is writing to the churches in southern Galatia. Churches that he had founded on his first missionary journey. 
And the new believers in the church were struggling with all of the Jewish laws that had been placed upon them. And so Paul then gives them instructions in a number of areas of life and with a focus on what to do when one of your brethren has a fault or a burden that they're struggling with. And Paul points out here in the text in verse 2, he says that some of the burdens are meant to be shared by others. In verse 2, he says that we are to bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Amen? And if you look back into verse 1, it lets us know that one of the burdens, church, that we must share are the faults and the failures of others. For the word says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a what? In a fault, that ye which are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou shalt also be tempted. Amen. That means, church, that when a fellow believer stumbles, and falls in the sin. Now, not those who choose the sin, but a fellow believer who stumbles and falls in the sin. That we, rather than pointing fingers and accusing them, we should reach down and give them a helping hand. And to lift them up and to help them get back on track. Amen? Church, we are supposed to encourage and to strengthen one another when it comes to faults and failures in our lives. Amen? And the truth is, the only thing that will keep us from doing that is if we get to the place where we think that we are above needing help ourselves. Amen? And I believe you and I know folks just like that. Amen? Who feel that they're God's gift to humanity. Amen? That uh, they can do anything that they want. And sometimes they actually feel good about themselves when others fall. The truth is, church, that we all need each other at times in our lives. Amen? I need you and you need me. Amen, somebody? Now, the word also says that we are called to share the sorrow and the grief of others. Amen? You all remember the story of Ruth in the Bible? And being comforted in her time of need. Amen. Uh, over in Ruth chapter 2 verse 3. Listen to what the word says. That then she said, let me find favor in thy sight, my Lord, for that thou hast comforted me. And for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thine handmaid, though it be not like unto one of my handmaidens. Amen. Here Ruth was, she was a stranger in a foreign land. She was an outcast. And she expected to be ostracized and, and to have to go without. But somebody came into her life and they comforted her. Can I ask you the question this morning, church? Whom have you comforted recently in your life? Who has comforted you? Amen? You see, that's one reason why God sometimes allows sorrows to come in our life. So that we can be comforted. And then in turn that we can comfort others 
in need because we've been through something ourselves. Amen. See, that's what 2 Corinthians 1, 4 says. Listen to what it says. It says that who comforted us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Amen. Church, that means that when we get caught up in wallowing in our own self-pity, God wants to use those uncomfortable times in your life, amen, so that you can help others. Sometimes we go through some stuff, Pastor Paul, and, and we just think, well, it's just me and going through and, and all of that. But sometimes God allows you in some places in order for you to experience some of the uncomfortableness. And so in our uncomfortableness, then we are able then to be able to comfort others, amen. God wants us to be patient and kind to us. What in the, would happen in this world if folk had become more patient and kind with one another? Amen. Understanding that everyone has some burdens. When we look at folk and we just point an accusing finger at them and, 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 and talk about whatever this situation is, we need to make sure that we understand that, listen, everybody has some burdens. Everybody in this room has some burdens, amen. If you haven't had any burdens, just keep on living. Sooner or later, they will come, amen. One of my favorite preachers from way back in the day was J. Vernon McGee, amen. Anybody familiar with him? Yeah, you got to be up in age a little bit to remember J. Vernon McGee. He had an old, craggy voice, amen. And, and he told the story about a church member who had criticized him for ignoring him when he was on the subway. And that wasn't the usual way for J. Vernon McGee, amen. He was usually outgoing. And, and so he asked the man, well, what happened? Uh, I, I don't remember that. And then the man explained. And then J. Vernon McGee said, I remember that day. And I remember the bad news that I heard on that day and the burden that I was carrying. And so he apologized to the man, and he told the man the situation that was going on in his heart. And when the man heard it, the man's heart broke, and he empathized, empathized and realized that his pastor wasn't perfect, and that his pastor had a life of his own, and he didn't exist merely for others at all times. And he apologized to J. Vernon McGee, and he became a more patient and kind person. Church, how about this coming week that you lift somebody else's burden? How about this coming week that you just send them a kind note or give them a call or let them know that you care about them? How about this coming week that we reach out and try to lift somebody up who's fallen down? We're living in a tough time right now. We're coming down the stretch in last days, amen, and there's trouble all around us. People are full of burdens all around you today. So I want to challenge you this coming week to reach out and to help lift somebody's burden. Anybody struggling today have any burdens? you know anybody that have burdens? We don't want to admit it ourselves, amen. But the truth is we all have some burdens that we're carrying in this life, amen. And the truth is some burdens are meant to be shared, amen. 
Now, let me tell you this. Because now there's an opposite that's said in verse 5 of this text. Verse 5 of this text says that some burdens are meant to be shouldered alone. Amen. Listen to what verse 5 of this text says. Amen. For every man shall bear his own burden. Amen. In other words, you've got to deal with the consequences of your own sin. Amen, somebody. We live in a day and a time where people want to sin and ignore the consequences. Amen. But how many of you know that the consequences of sin are going to eventually catch up with you? Amen in there, somebody. Well, how do you know, Brother Pastor? Because the Word says in verses 7 and 8 of this text, listen to what it says. The Word says, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Amen. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Amen. Y'all hear what I'm telling you this morning? Do you hear me? That we can choose to sin, but we can't choose the consequences. Y'all dismissed that in here this morning. You can choose to sin, but you can't choose the consequences. Amen. We have a free will, but guess what? So does God. Amen in here, somebody. Because every one of us is going to have to stand one day and give an account before him at the judgment. Amen. Hebrews 9.27 says, And as it was appointed unto men once to die, but after that here comes the judgment. Amen. Listen to this. Everyone here today, everyone who is listening by live stream as it's going out right now, Every one of us, someday we are going to have to stand before God alone. Amen. I can't stand with you. You can't stand with me. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah this morning. Your parents won't be able to stand with you. Your attorney's not going to be there right beside you. Amen. We will all have to give an account for ourselves. Amen, somebody. Now, the saved, those who have received and accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, will be secure, but we will still have to answer at the judgment. Amen? Listen to me. I thank God that a Christian sin has already been judged at Calvary. Amen? But we still, church, got to give an account for how we either carefully or carelessly lived our Christian life. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. Amen. And the truth is, some are going to suffer loss. Because if you think that you can live haphazardly and as a Christian and get away with it, I want to tell you, you are badly and sadly mistaken. Amen. Our service for the Lord will be judged. Our stewardship of the Lord will be judged. Our motives that we have in the Lord will be judged. And then God will give rewards, amen, for the things that we have done truly for Christ, amen, because Christ knows our heart. And unfortunately, and this is why we got to share this gospel of Jesus Christ with unbelievers, because the truth is those who have not received nor accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, amen, they will be lost and have no hope at the judgment, amen. 
they're going to have to stand before God with the burden of sin still on their back. Amen? So some burdens then are meant to be shared. Some burdens then are meant to be shouldered alone. And lastly, some burdens, church, are meant to be shared and thrown away. And the reason why I can say that is because Jesus is our burden bearer. And sometimes we cling to a burden and we try to carry it all by ourselves. Amen? But some burdens he wants to carry for us if we'll let him do it. Amen? You all remember what the word says in Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30? You all remember this text. Amen? Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen? Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find what? Rest unto your souls. Amen? For my yoke is easy, and my burden is what? And my burden is light. Amen? Listen to me, church. When it's more than what you can bear and you don't think you can take another step, lay it on Jesus. Amen? For some reason, I don't know why, sometimes we feel like we can make it all by ourselves, that we don't need any help, amen? But church, there are times in our life that we just need to let go and let God have it. Am I preaching to anybody this morning? Because when we cast our burden on the Lord, you know what will happen? One or two things will happen when you cast your burden on the Lord. The Lord will either lift your burden or the Lord will lift you up. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. There's two things that can happen when you cast your burden on the Lord. That the Lord will either lift the burden or the Lord will lift you up. How many of you know this, this morning that the Lord can lift your burden? And are you glad about it? Amen. Let me tell you something. I've seen people who have a health need and they pray and ask God for deliverance and God delivers them from it. I've seen people who had a financial need, and they prayed to God. And, and I've seen God provide sustenance and money for them to take care. And, and it's always great, and it's always awesome when you see God do those kinds of things. But that's not always how God works, church. Amen? Sometimes the Lord doesn't lift the burden. But sometimes the Lord lifts you up. Hallelujah this morning. You all remember the Apostle Paul? And some of the things he had to go through, where the Bible says three times he asked God to lift the burden, amen, that he was carrying. And we preach about it, and we say that God's answer was no. But God said, Paul, I'm going to give you my grace. That's sufficient for all things. It's sufficient that while you're in the midst of going through, God said, I'll be right there with you by your side. Hallelujah. You see, some folks get bitter towards God because they ask him to lift a burden and it doesn't seem like God is moving fast enough. But my brothers and my sisters, it just may be his will to lift you up and to carry you and that burden that you have and carry you and lift you up all the way with it. Some of you today, church, are carrying a burden that the Lord never intended for you to carry. Amen. But I thank God because I know he woke me up this morning. 
And I know this morning that he wanted me to come by and to tell somebody, like the songwriter said, that I must tell Jesus. Y'all know that I must tell Jesus. All of my trials, I cannot bear these burdens alone. For in my distress, he kindly will help me. He ever loves me and he cares me as for his own. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus. I cannot bear these burdens alone. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus because Jesus can help me. Jesus alone. Amen. And I praise God that one day I told Jesus all about it. I shared with him the burdens that I had in my life. And so I can testify today in the goodness of God that in the midst of my trials, in the midst of my tribulations, in the midst of my burdens, in the midst of my heartaches, in the midst of my sorrow, in the midst of my pain, that the Lord lifted the burden on my life. And all I can say is hallelujah, because we serve a mighty good God. And if you have been blessed by the best this morning, and Jesus has shouldered and he shed his life on Calvary's cross, and church, he paid my sin debt, God paid your sin debt in full, and we ought to thank God for the blessings of God. Thank God that he's still a burden bearer. Thank God that he's still a heart fixer. Thank God that he's still a mind regulator. How many of you know that the Lord can lift your burden? Do you really know? Do you really know this morning? Does somebody give the Lord some praise? Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning, church. Jesus lifted you. He lifted you up. And he lifted your burdens up on that cross when he willingly gave his life on Calvary. His desire today is that you would accept him in your heart as your Lord and your Savior. As our deacons are coming down the aisle, they have their arms outstretched. As we give an invitation to accept Christ as your personal Savior. And if you're here today and you have never accepted nor received Jesus personally in your heart, today is the day. And all you have to do is, is to admit, Lord, I'm a sinner and I'm in need of repentance. Lord, come into my heart. Come into my life. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ, that he willingly gave his life on the cross and paid my sin debts in full. I confess, God, with my mouth that I've sinned against you. And I deserve death. But thank God because of who he is. He's lifted that burden off of us. And so now I can live even in this life as a believer, as one who has received and accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And so if the Lord is speaking just to you today, and the Lord is saying to you to come just as you are. Come today. Turn it over to the Lord, and God will fix it in your life. Amen. Those who are watching by live stream, we invite and encourage you, if the Lord is speaking just to you and he has placed in your heart the need to make a choice and a decision to give your heart and your life to him. Do so now. You can reach out to us here at the church. 
You can call, you can email, you can text, whatever way you need to reach out to us here. We are happy to accept and receive. If there's somebody here, you're looking for a church home and you need a place to use the gifts, the talents, and the treasures that the Lord has blessed you with, we would love to have you. Amen. Just come. God is willing. God is able. And the Lord is a burden bearer. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give the Lord praise. Sunday, amen, for our family and friends day picnic. Next Sunday is also a dress down Sunday. And we invite and encourage each and every one of you to join us on Saturday night, July 29th at 6.30 p.m. We have a powerful gospel concert. We're going to lift the roof, amen, and song and praise to God. So let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 